this month. I want to welcome each and every one of you. If today is your first day or second day, this is a closer family. And by the Lord's mercies, I am the shepherd of our God's sheep at the closer family. We go straight into God's word. Um, this is our month of health. Interestingly, um, many of us was not were not expecting month of health. Health. Hey, one of God, health. But you know, the word of God has a voice in every single thing on earth. And until you understand God's voice in every sphere of life, you might be walking in error. And like Marissa said, you might be growing wrong. I repeat, the word of God has voice in every sphere of life. And until you understand the voice of God in the sphere you are in, you might be walking in error. True fulfillment is not in the accumulation of things. True fulfillment for you as a child of God must be that you walk in the perfect will of God. And the perfect will of God comes from the place of his word from his voice. Our month of health. Interesting. Wow. Health. And as a health practitioner, I will probably start from this side and see as a man of God, also from that side, then we see the way forward. Are you with me? Are you getting this? We see from this side and we see from that side. Then we look at the way forward. All right. So our theme scripture for this month is in the book of Isaiah chapter number 33, verse 24. Isaiah 33, verse 24, and I read from the NIV translation, it says, No one living in Zion will say, I am ill. And the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. No one living in Zion will say, I am ill. And the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. Interesting. Interesting. For those who do not know, the word translated Zion, Zion, from the scriptures, is called the city of David. Now, in the book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews makes us understand that Zion, as well, it is the city of David. It is the city of our living God. So, when a person gets born again, and I hope you are writing notes. Hey. When one gets saved, the dwelling place of that person is in Christ. So that's in 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, if any man be in Christ. So the very moment you accepted the Lordship of Jesus Christ, your position is now in Christ. So remember what Jesus told Nicodemus, unless a man be born again. So being saved is an introduction to be in Christ. Are you getting this? 
being saved is an introduction. You are being introduced into a kingdom. You are being introduced into a system. You are being introduced to a new way of living. A new life. Christianity, let me say this. It's not a set of ten commandments a person must follow. Oh, okay. So today I did not. I did, today I did not steal. Today I did not lie. So if Jesus comes right now, I'll go to heaven. Don't let that be your mind. If you are here with me, and that has always been your mind, today recalibrates. Are you with me? I said. Christianity is not a set of ten commandments. Today I did not kill. Today I did not lie. So if Jesus comes right now, I'll go to heaven. It is not by your works you have been saved. Salvation is from a certain sphere called your believing Christ. John three sixteen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And who is sharing the screen? Everybody knows the scripture, but today I want you to pay attention very carefully to this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Verse 17. Pay attention carefully here. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. End the scripture. When you read John 3, 16, that everybody, if you have ever been through Sunday school to youth ministry, and today you sit in the adult, you know, at that time, Sunday school to the youth, and, you know, we are introduced to the adults. For those who have been to the Pentecost churches, you go through that system. Today, you are being introduced to the adult. You know this scripture so well. But actually, what does this scripture say? What does this scripture signifies? For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes shall not perish, but have, but have eternal life. Christianity is, is an introduction to a new life. Oh, you know, we are on earth and we need to live, 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 we need to be good people so that we can get to heaven. If that has ever been your mind, it is not your goodness that gets you to heaven. I repeat, it is not your goodness that gets you to heaven. The scripture we read, it says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whomever believes shall not perish, but have eternal life. 
For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. It is an introduction to a new life. So some time ago, I asked a couple of people that when you believed in Jesus, what did you receive? You received newness. Let me show you something in the book of Acts. Go to the book of Acts. The book of Acts, chapter 5. Acts 5, verse 20. The book of Acts, chapter number 5, verse 20. He says, Go, stand and speak in the temple to the people all the ways of life, of this life. Go, stand and speak in the temple to the people all the ways of this life, this this life in the scripture. I repeat, and today, 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 listen, today if you are here, let this mind forever be in you. It is an introduction to a new life. Are you with me? So, what separates you from others? What is it about Christianity that makes it peculiar? Listen, it is not a certain Ten Commandments. It is an introduction to this new life. The scripture we just read, the um, apostles were arrested. And an angel came and um, delivered the apostle. That is, he came to set them free. And when he set them free, he told them, go into the temple and speak about this new life. The gospel of Jesus Christ is an introduction of life. So Jesus started off and he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Probably you have grown in a church, you have grown somewhere, and you have been told that, I want to sing a certain song in tree. Who I said that song before? Oh, wave your hands. Wave your hands. Let me see if you've heard that song before. Such nonsense. Such nonsense. And these are the things that has erodized our Christianity. These are some of the many things that has thrown so many people who think they are Christians into error. And as a matter of fact, so many people are failing to believe in this gospel because they think that if you sin, God will not bless you. And they can't resist sin. So they just can't be Christians. But it is not so. Go to the book of Romans chapter 7. Let's look at something there.
Romans chapter 7, verse 24. Romans 7, verse number 24. Romans chapter 7, verse number 24. This is Paul speaking. Paul started by saying, Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Oh, wretched man I am. Wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death in the scripture? Who shall deliver me? This body of death, this body that is constantly falling into sin, this body that is constantly deteriorating, who shall deliver me? Listen, a man before Christ is in darkness. A man before Christ has nothing or knows nothing about this life. He has been alienated. That's what the scripture says from this life of God. And this is the analogy or the depiction that Paul the Apostle was trying to make in Romans chapter 7, the scripture we just read. He says, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? So salvation is a deliverance from the body of death and an introduction into a new life. What is this life? Remember what we read in John 3, 16. But whosoever believe have eternal life. Eternal life is the life of God. Is the very life of God Himself. That is eternal life. So Paul the Apostle started by saying, Wretched man that I am. A man born from the mother's womb has been subjected to nothingness. Remember what we did in the book um, when we started relationship, the month of relationship, subjected unto nothingness. Matthiosis. Do you remember? <laughs> you have been subjected to nothingness. There is nothing good in this body. So Christ Jesus, God wanting to reconcile man back to him, introduced Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is God's testament, is God's way of reconciling man back to him. Oh, man of God, I thought we are dealing with health. What does health have to do with this? Until you understand this, I can't get to health. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Wretched man that I am. The question is, the question is, are not people who do not believe in Christ healthy? Come on. Oh, are you getting, did you get this? No, are you with me? Are you with me? Is everybody with me? Yes, please. Now, I want to ask a question. Are not people who do not believe in Christ healthy? No, before you believed in Christ, were you not healthy? Yes, please, sir. So what is the difference? Now, what is the, I, I've become born again. I've given my life to Christ. What separates me from the other one? Wow. Who saw it? 
What separates me from the other one? What separates me? What, what makes the difference between us? Are you with me? Now, I claim to be a Christian. What is peculiar about my Christianity? What is peculiar? This is what many has not known. It is that your life on earth, your life that people see, is not derived from here. Whosoever believe shall not perish, but have eternal life. So if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. I want to ask you, when you hear that scripture, what comes into your mind? You are new. You have been saved. Remember what Paul said, wretched man that I am. You have been saved from wretchedness into a certain life. Introduction into, you know, automatically when Adam and Eve were separated from this life of God. Go to Genesis chapter 3. Start from verse 17. Let's look at something there. Genesis 17 verse 3. Oh man, there verse. Let's build a foundation, okay? Today I said 35 minutes. Let's see where we get to. Genesis chapter 3. Verse 17. I hope you are taking down notes. I really hope. To Adam, he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit from the tree which I commanded you, you must not eat from. Cast is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. End the screenshot. I said this statement before that God cares Adam when he ate the fruits. Well, let me see who has said that statement before. It's not true. We just read from the Bible. He says, Curse is the ground. He didn't say, Curse are you. Hey, my of God. Curse is the ground because of you. Now, listen. Man has been separated from the life God intended for them to live. So the life that man had, the very moment they sinned or they fell, was that they could now see themselves. So when God came into the garden, he said, Adam, where are you? He said, I am naked. He could now see himself. Wait, are you with me? Are you following this? Are you getting this? The Lord give you understanding. Hallelujah. This will change your life forever. Listen, this will change your life forever. You are going to walk in perfect health. Listen. You are going to walk in perfect health that you have never even thought of. You are going to walk in an absolute health. Now, there has been a separation from the life of God. When man had fell, man had now fallen from the eternal plan and purposes of God for man. So God in his eternal agenda, wanting to reconcile man back to him, brought Jesus. But then his introduction of Jesus was an introduction of reconciliation into a new life. So, understand this. Why would Jesus die? Why would he spend three days in the grave? 
And why would he resurrect it? Or why would he resurrect? Let me show you a scripture. Go to Galatians chapter 2. Verse number 20. Galatians 2 verse 20. This will change your life forever. Galatians 2 verse 20. Being crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Hey, let me repeat this. Are you seeing this? He says. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. And the scripture says, The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. The life I live in the Son of God, Christianity is a life in Christ. Listen, is the life lived in Christ. Total separation from the systematic way this world would go about. He says, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God. This has everything to do with health. And I pray the Lord grant you understanding. You can live a life of absolute freedom from sickness, diseases. And because you have been distinct and marked by your belief in Christ Jesus, remember when they were, um, the people of Israelites were in Egypt, the Lord told them, mark your gates with the blood. And when the angel of death sees you pass away, because you are living this life, you are past. And the system of this world do not affect you. Are you with me? This is the, the new creation realities. And I'm starting by this. Then we will get to the point where I'll tell you to start going to the gym. But then for you to understand this very carefully, let us start from who you are. Because the beliefs of most Christians has been, oh, I am a child of God. I am a son of God. I am the daughter of the Most High. Hey, so this week I saw something. This person said, I am the lioness of God. You see, as who you think you are, as beautiful as those words may be, who actually are you? It says, it is no longer I that live it, but this life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. They know not, neither do they understand. Have I not said, ye are gods, and all of you are the children of the Most High? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, all things are gone. All things are gone. All things are gone. All things are gone. All things are become new. I become new. It is no longer I that liveth, but Christ liveth in me. This life I live, 
I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Has, it not, that, has that not been said in the scriptures? Don't you just read it? When you say I am a Christian, what comes into your mind? What separates you from the others? What does it mean to be a Christian? In this month of health, I want to introduce to you this gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen now, this gospel of Jesus Christ, it is not a myth. It is not a fairy tale. Jesus came to die. Jesus was born by woman. He lived on this earth. And listen, if Jesus indeed lived on this earth without sickness, and you have been sealed with the Holy Ghost, you can walk on this earth without sickness. Are you with me? Sickness is never the will of God for any man's life. I repeat, sickness is never the will of God for any man's life. Go to Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53. Verse number four. Isaiah 53, verse number four. Marco kepe koske maloska andi karasuke bra. He says, Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. He's talking about Jesus. And this is what the gospel of Jesus Christ brings to you. He says, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. All what happened to Jesus Christ on the cross. God did that to Jesus because of you. He says, surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions. Because of our transgressions, he was pierced. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. In the screen share and i want to ask you a question if by his wounds you are healed child of god if by his wounds you are healed how can a healed person be sick in the name of jesus today as i stretch forth my hands towards you by the power in the stripes of jesus i command every pain in anybody live now in the name of jesus he says he himself bore our sickness he himself, he says, God did it to him because of us. Because of you. Listen, you can live a life full of health. What did I say? You can live you a can life, live full, a of life full of health. Full of, health. Full of absolute health. The thing, let me, let me, let me introduce this to you. Let me introduce this to you. You know, our theme scripture for the month in Isaiah 33, verse number 24, where he says, no one living in Zion will say, I am ill. Listen, you are a partaker of the life of God. What did I say? You are a partaker, a of, the partaker life of, of the life of God. You are an absolute partaker of the life of God. So whatever cannot happen to God cannot happen to you. Are you getting this? Whatever cannot happen to God cannot happen. Go to the book of Hebrews. Let me show you something.
Pando Arakowski and Press Fraternity Vedable Books, Keep Printed Vedable Rabababalabraski and Tadaba. Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews chapter 3. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, he is talking to you. He called you holy. Hey, end of speech. Hey, end of speech. Hey, he called you holy. Oh, me as for me, you know, no one is holy. You see, no, hey, you, you, you are, you are, you are saying, you are saying something bad. You, you are not holy. Repeat after me, I'm not holy. And all of the church repeat, I am not holy. I said, say I'm not holy. And they will repeat, I am not holy. Say I am not. Listen, the scripture called you holy. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Are you getting this? This life of God, the day you believed in Christ Jesus, you became a partaker of the heavenly calling through Christ Jesus. You partake in divine assignment, heavenly assignment. When God is looking for somebody on earth, he looks at you. Because of your belief in Christ Jesus. When God wants something done, it is you he thinks of. You are a partaker of the heavenly calling. You, you rule with God. Remember, he says we are co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs with Christ. We rule with God on the affairs of earth and in heaven. Remember what Jesus said. Whatsoever ye bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on heaven will be loosened on earth. It is a partaking of divine assignment, of a heavenly assignment. That is you. You are first a partaker of heavenly calling before you go to lectures. Pandekovska and Shatadaba. You are first a partaker. You are first. Go to Second Peter. Let me show you a scripture there. Second Peter. Listen, this is not to entice you. This is your reality as a child of God. Are you with me? This is who you are. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter one, verse number four. Second Peter chapter one, verse four. Oh, Shamalakata. It says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Hey, hey, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. <laughs> let me, let me just read the scripture again. He says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine, divine nature. Hey, divine nature. Do you know, do you understand that? When we say something is divine, it is only God that is divine. So the Godhead, the divinity of God. And he said, therefore he has given unto us this great exceeding precious promises that ye would be partakers of divine nature. Are you getting this? You, he has made you the nature of God. You are a partaker of the nature of God, of the being of God. A man of under and no shabalakata. Years ago, 
when the Lord begins to interpret this to me, I begin to understand who we are in Christ. The last time I told you, I felt like I was about to explode. Hey, 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 enough. Enough of what the devil has done. Enough. Listen to me. Listen. Enough. Today you are sick. Tomorrow you get well. Today you are going through depression. The next day is anger. Hey, hey, enough of it. Are you are you listening to me? Are you hearing me? Are you, is somebody hearing me? Hey, you are a partaker of the divine nature. Divinity is your nature. By the seal of the Holy Ghost. Listen, where is God? No, no. First of all, let's start by understanding this. He is in you. God is in you. Your body is his temple. He dwells in the inside of you. You have been sealed with the Holy Ghost who created this world. You, you, you. Ah. Ah. Nature has nothing done to respond to you. What did I hear? Did you hear what I just said? I said nature has nothing done to respond to you. Particulars of the divine nature. The days of sickness is over. Jesus said, I give unto you the power to tread over scorpions, the power to cast out devils, the power that when you lay your hands on the sick, they shall recover. The days of getting well and getting sick and getting ill and doing, it is over. He calls you partake of the divine nature. And if you are here under the sound of my voice, you've not been afflicted before in any part of your body. Today is the day that it comes to an end. He himself took our pain. He himself bore our infirmities. The chastisement that brought us peace was upon him. By his stripes we are, we are healed. Ah. This is the very life of every child. Are you with me? Should any pain come to you, in the name of Jesus, pain, I command you to disappear right now. Should you see any person who comes to you, I am not feeling well. It is not now that you are going to look for Larry's number to go and call Larry. Larry, pray for this person. He's not feeling well. You stand there. Jesus said, you will lay. Not Larry will lay. He said, you will lay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When we gather like this, and it is only I who pray for the sick to be healed. I am doing the wrong thing. As wonderful as, you know, healing ministry would be that the Lord has graced me by his mercies with one. As wonderful that it is, if we gather here and only I will pray for the sick to be healed. I'm doing the most error. I'm in error. Because you also are or is a partaker of this divine nature. The Holy Ghost in you is not for goosebumps. The Holy Ghost in you is not for speaking in tongues. The Holy Ghost in you is not for falling under the anointing. The Holy Ghost in you is to reflect the light you are. You are the light of this world. A city set on a hill 
cannot be hidden. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. He said, let your lights shine so brightly before men that they may glorify your Father in heaven. What do you, what do you think when do you think about this scripture? What comes to you? I need to go to the children's home and go and do donation. It is not your calling. Hey, man of God. So you, you say we shouldn't give to the poor. You don't. Listen, listen, listen. There are matters that suspends the atmosphere. When a sick person meets you, child of God, hey, Christian, and they return sick, can somebody give me a glass of water? Habadoska auntie. Are you with me? You should not. Listen now. He says, go to Second Peter. Open that same scripture again. Open that same scripture. Let me show you something. He says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through last end of You have escaped. Listen, you have, you have, the day you said, Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life, the day you proclaim his resurrection, the day you proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, that very day you escaped the corruption that is in this world. The corruption where our bodies were subject to nothingness. Our body was subject to wretchedness. Are you with me? Are you hearing this? Man of God, I had a dream. Man of God, this dream, this dream, man of, if you don't pray for me, man of God, I'm going to die. Man of God, this dream, this dream, man of God, this dream, man of God, this dream. I saw, man of God, I saw, I saw a cockroach, man of God, I saw a cockroach. And the cockroach was beating me, man of God. The cockroach was beating. What do you do when you have such a dream? When you have a dream that scares you to bits, you don't know what to even do. You do your legs begin to shake. Shout of God. Are you with me? You wake up in the morning as a particle of the divine nature. This dream. I speak it into annihilation. In the name of Jesus Christ. He says, hey, listen, partakers of the divine nature. Whatever. Do, do, Jesus said, ye shall give account of every word you said. Because whatever you said, whatever you ever say, is accounted in heaven. And it is under the rulership of God. That's why you must give account to it. Speak life. What did I say? Speak life. Wherefore are given unto us exceeding and precious great promises and has made us partakers of the divine nature. Divine nature. The very nature of God. No, 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 no. When we say God, where is God? In you. I refuse to be sick. I refuse, if I were you, I would have said what I said. I refuse to be sick. I refuse sickness in my house. I refuse sickness in my house. 
All of you are the children of the Most High. Have I not said ye are gods? Have I not said? Listen, the life we live as a child of God, listen, you can live a life and don't never forget this. You can live a life free of sickness. Oh, many great generals, when they are going, when they were going to be with the Lord, they would, some of them, they just lie down and they will tell them, they knew they were going. They will tell their family, it is time they are going. It is time they are going. It is time they are going. When they knew they were going, it is time. I remember the story of Katrin Kuman. He told them when it is time. He loved roses. At the hospital where he went to be with the Lord, when she was going, roses were smelling all over. Oh, I've heard the story of Archbishop, um, Archbishop Benson in the Hosea. He was eating breakfast with his family and he told them it is time. He ate the communion and he lay down flat and he went on to be with the Lord. I've heard stories of so many great generals who went to be with the Lord and they just knew they just knew this is the life this is our reality yes we will be persecuted as a matter of fact many of us might be shot because we believe in jesus but remember we've lost nothing we've lost nothing we are partakers of this divine calling if you are here you know anybody who is sick today is your day go and make the light of god that is in you shine so bright i want you after this very session if you know anybody who is sick write their names down lay your hands on it Jesus said, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. If the word of God is true, if the integrity of God's word is true, today is your day. Are you with me? Partakers of the divine calling. You should not wait for a certain healing minister to come. He made you a healer. Are you with me? He made you a healer. Mark chapter 16, verse number 17. Years ago, my life changed when the Lord made me see the scripture. My life changed. And today I want to introduce this scripture to you. This scripture changed my life years ago. Mark chapter 16, verse number 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they cast out. They cast out. They don't negotiate. They don't negotiate. In my name, they cast out. In my name, they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpent. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall, they shall, they shall, end the scripture. They shall, they shall, they shall, they shall. This is what God's word says. Today, if you know anybody who is sick, Jesus said, you shall lay your hands on the sick. And they shall recover. This is our amount of health. I've introduced to you today what Jesus has done for you. I've introduced to you who you are. I've introduced to you today the importance of who you are. What you carry is importance. This is your day. This is your day. Wherever you are right now, begin to speak in the language of the Holy Ghost. Man, Goska, and. 